I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi there. Welcome to Uncover the Magic podcast. Today, I am so excited. I have this special guest, Rachel Barber, here with me today. A couple weeks ago, as you know, I don't believe in coincidences. I was listening to a podcast and she was talking and everything about her was resonating with all of what I believe, the books I read. I was almost thinking of her as like this little angel and I didn't even know what she looked like and I just kept picturing her as this angel. And then I look at her on her Instagram and she has this beautiful like lavender hair and I can almost see light around her. And I really feel like she was put on this earth to do what she's doing. And no coincidences, she said yes to my podcast. Here she is. But I'll give you a little background before she starts talking about her magical journey here on this earth for what, maybe 10 years now. Anyway, so Rachel Barber is a health coach and a holistic healing expert. She struggled with chronic illness for over six years and was finally able to heal through the power of the mind. She now teaches others to harness the power of their own minds to heal their bodies and take their lives back through her program called Total Healing. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I wanted to really share with my listeners almost like the journey when you're 20, like when you start having this chronic pain and illness and where you kind of let's walk through that journey and get to kind of, we'll get to the end, but we'll do it along the way. But I want to start kind of with that beginning. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, so I'm like, I'm almost 29. I'll be 29 in a couple months. So about nine years ago, when I was about 20 years old, I started just developing like symptoms out of nowhere. It started out with, I started just getting like joint pain. I would notice every time I ate, I would be in pain afterwards. My joints would be aching. And like, I started to narrow it down and realized, oh, it must be food. You know, it must be food causing this. So I started cutting foods out of my diet and the pain went away. And I was like, great, problem solved. Then like a few weeks later, the pain comes back and I'm like, oh, it must be this other food I'm eating now. And because I was very much in like the, like, listening to a lot of podcasts about like the paleo diet. And I don't know if you've heard of that, but I was very deep into that at that time. And they would talk a lot about things like food sensitivities and things like that. So I kept thinking, oh, I just have these food sensitivities. So I kept cutting these foods out of my diet. And every time I would cut a food out, the pain would go away. But then, you know, weeks later it would come back. So eventually this pattern went on and on and on where my pain would just get worse and worse. And then I eventually got down to being able to only eat seven different foods 
And this was for a very long time. Yeah. Oh, very long time. What were they? That's like the seven <laughs> Everyone asked that. So avocado, cauliflower, chicken, kale, olive oil, coconut oil, and then beef. But then I started to react to beef at the end. I started reacting to beef. And then I was like, oh my God. Like, And that's when I was like, okay, stuff has got to change. But throughout that whole time, as like my as my sensitivities, as I thought they were, were getting worse and worse and worse. And I was able to eat less and less and less. I started developing all kinds of other symptoms. Like you name it, I was experiencing it. I had like, I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I had something called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, like extreme hypoglycemia. My thyroid was out of balance. I was diagnosed as postmenopausal. I had the hormone levels of a 70-year-old woman. I had osteoporosis. I lost almost all my hair. I literally, my body was completely shutting down and it was terrifying. And I didn't know what to do. And this whole time this was happening, this lasted over six years, this happened. It was just like this deterioration over the years. And I was doing everything in my power to try to heal myself. I was going to doctors. I was going to like natural doctors, like acupuncture, like anything you could think of. I was listening to all of the podcasts I could think to listen to, like any information I could get my hands on, reading all of the books, doing whatever I could. It was like my full-time job, you know, was like, not really, but like, it felt like it was like literally researching on how to heal myself. And I could not get any answers. And I was just led down like one dead end after another. And eventually I felt very intuitively called to work with this doctor in California. And so I was like broke, super broke at the time. I was running a cleaning business and like struggling to even work because I was so sick. So I did not have much money coming in. I was making like 300 bucks a week. Yeah. And this woman didn't take insurance. And so, but I knew in my heart, I needed to work with her. So I went online. I went to lendingtree.com, <laughs> took out a $6,000 loan. I had zero idea how I was going to even make my payment, but I knew like I didn't have an option. Like I had to take this risk because it was that, or like, I was just going to like keep deteriorating. And I was fearing that I was dying. Like I really, truly was huh. going down that path. And so I took the risk, went out to see this woman thinking she's my last hope. She's going to have all the answers for me. And after all, I did all kinds of like lab. She did every blood test on me in the world. I get out there to California and she says, your labs are the worst I've ever seen. And I really don't know how I can help you. And she sent me home basically like without help. And she said, here's all I can think of is like, look into this thing called brain rewiring. A couple of my other patients have said it's really been helpful for them. And like, this was what worked for the people that nothing else worked for. And so I went home, I was depressed and like gave up on myself for three months. Cause I was like, you know, my last hope didn't believe in me and can't help me and whatever. But then eventually I realized like, okay, Rachel, what are you going to do? Are you going to like lay in bed and rot and die? Or are you going to try this one last thing that she mentioned to you? And I was like, it's not going to hurt. So I just started researching into brain rewiring and started using it on myself and using a lot of other healing modalities that I was intuitively led to through like research online and through reading books. 
and combined it all into like a system for myself and then was able to fully heal myself in just six months. Rachel. Okay. So let me dial in here. So we come back from California with really just like a, what, a pamphlet on brain rewiring? Not even, (laughs) not even a pamphlet. She literally just said like, there's this thing called brain rewiring, like look into it. So I just went home and started like searching on Uh Google. Got it. Okay. So we start doing that and you read all your Louise Hay books and your Dispenza books and all those amazing books. And you're just starting to like piece it together. Yeah. Yeah. So actually Joe Dispenza, I actually did not discover until after I healed. (laughs) And I was very upset about that because I was like, wow, that could have helped me. But, you know, I guess I needed to figure it out on my own. But yeah, I was led to people like Louise Hay. I was led to like motivational people like Mike Dooley. He teaches more like not healing, but more like law of attraction stuff. So I was like really following Mike Dooley and Louise Hay. Those were like my two peeps basically that I was hanging out with while I was healing. And I just started like piecing it all together. And like, I'm very tapped into my intuition. And so I was just like, kind of, and back then I was not nearly as tapped in as I am now, but I was kind of just like feeling my way through it. And like anything that I felt like nudged towards, I would just move towards it and try it. And then, yeah, I just pieced it all together and created like a system for myself. So like, do you meditate? How are you getting this like intuition? How are you making it more like you're becoming more aware that you have this amazing intuition. So yeah, meditation is a really big part of it. Now I've learned lots of different tools to help me like really empower my intuition, like intuitive dancing or intuitive yoga. Like I a lot, like I just let my body tell me what to do. It's definitely been a practice over the years of learning how to tap into my intuition, but definitely meditation was a really big part of it being able to like calm my mind and center myself so I could feel the energies rather than being stuck up in like the thoughts of my ego and like all the fear-based logical thinking. Right. So when you start to find these little baby steps of healing yourself, you're coming from a place of love, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) And you really work on like talking to yourself in the loving way, right? Oh my God. That's a huge huge part of it is yeah like learning self-love on like a level I didn't know existed you know I thought I liked myself I thought I loved myself but I didn't know like I didn't know there was so much more to it and learning how to like yes speak to myself with love treat myself with love and even think thoughts towards myself full of love are there rituals that you would do in the morning yeah so what I would do is like first thing in the morning I would wake up and like I would force myself to start thinking positively. So I would start like saying affirmations to myself, like wake up and first thought is today is going to be an amazing day. And like saying it out loud, like today is going to be an amazing day. And like thinking about all of the things I'm grateful for currently, like even though I was suffering, you know, like what can I be grateful for? Focusing on that. And then also like allowing myself to see a brighter future for myself and allowing myself to feel like like allowing myself to believe that I had a brighter future and then allowing myself to feel that excitement for it. Do you wake up with an intention for the day? Is that part of your ritual? Like I'm going to have this, you know, whatever kind of, I'm going to accomplish something in my health. Yeah, definitely. So like what I would do like now, of course I have like specific intentions for whatever I'm doing. Cause now my, I'm living a completely different life. 
But back then, yeah, my, I would wake up with an intention, like, because I would wake up like dying, feeling like I was dying every day, like so exhausted. I didn't want to move, but I would have to get up and like go do things to make money. And so I would get up and I tell myself, like, one thing I would say to myself every day is like, I am one step closer to being healed. I'm one step closer to being healed every day. And then I would tell myself like, as like tired as I am, as tired as I feel right now, like nothing can stop me. I'm unstoppable and I'm going to get through this day. Like the universe, God source is never going to give me more than I can handle. And right now it's given me this so I can handle this and I'm going to get through this. And then every day I would make it through the day. And then by at the end of the day, it would be like, wow, another miracle. I made it through another day. And I just kept doing that. I just kept going one day at a time, one day at a time. And that's how I was baby stepped my way to being completely healed was like just taking it one day at a time and saying like, what do I need to get through today? So you're doing this and this takes six months, right? Yep. Yeah. It took me six months. Yeah. Some people creating it like as you, as you go, is that what you, yeah. So I was feeling a lot of it out as I went, I was fumbling through the whole thing. Like my clients ask me now, like, what was it like for you? And I'm like, guys, (laughs) it wasn't this systemized thing like it is for you. I was like guessing my way through the whole thing. I would just be like, well, this feels kind of right. Let me try this or this doesn't let me pull back. And so I was really just like fumbling my way through it every day, just like seeing like, well, this thing is making me feel a little bit happier. So I'm going to keep doing this and see where it leads to. And I was just kind of following like my emotions more than changes in my physical health at first, because it took me about three months of consistent work before I noticed any physical changes at all. So the only changes I noticed in the first three months were like up in my mind was I noticed I was feeling happier. And so that's kind of what I used was like, okay, if this thing makes me feel happier, I'm going to do it. And that's what I just followed. I just followed the things that made me happy and like spark you know, some joy in me. And yeah. And then it led me exactly where I needed to go to heal. So you're six months into it. And now do you have a total, like your program set up? Like when do you start to create this business? So here's the thing. I did this whole thing, healed myself. And then once I healed myself, I was like, I don't want to look at or speak about chronic illness ever again in my whole life. Because I was just, I'd been dealing with it for so long. I was like traumatized of it. I was like, I want nothing to do with this. So I like, you know, was like, nope, not a thought in my brain. I'm not thinking about this. I went on, started health coaching and I was doing like, I was teaching like healthy weight loss for people who wanted to lose weight in a healthy way. That's what I was doing. And then I did that for about six months. And then I was in a meditation one night and this message came through and it was like, you got to help people heal, Rachel, like it's time. And I always knew in the back of my mind, like I'm maybe someday I might want to do it. Like I might be ready for it, but I wasn't sure like if I would ever have that desire, but it came. And then I started having people come to me for healing when I wasn't even marketing healing. And I was like, okay, this is like enough of a sign for me. Right. And so that's when I created my program. But here's the crazy thing is After I healed, maybe like a month or two after I had fully healed myself, I remember one night I was just like sitting on the couch and I had this like message come into my brain and it was like, get your notebook and write down every single thing that you did in the last six months that you think helped you heal. 
So I wrote down a massive list shut the notebook, forgot about it. Then like a year later, you know, when I get this download, I need to start helping people heal. I remembered, oh my God, I wrote that list in the notebook. So I start digging through all my notebooks, found the notebook, and then I use that list to make my program. Oh, I could have tears in my eyes because that is, that's the magic, right? Yeah. I was guided. Like I was literally guided exactly to it. I've got goosebumps. Like, I do just, too. I'm tears. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so, so that. She yeah. Perfect, like the best way of even describing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh it, yeah. It, to this day, it blows my mind. It all happened for me. It all happened for me. And the crazy thing too, is before I got sick, I had a talk with the universe. I was on a walk and I was like, I was feeling really lost. And I was like, what's my purpose? Show me my purpose. And then I got sick and I kept thinking like, what is this shit? Like I want to do great things. I asked to be shown my purpose and now I'm sick. And it was like, yeah, I got what I asked for. I had to get sick for six years. My purpose was being shown to me. It was just, you know, six years, seven years far out in the future. But like, I had to go through that. So yeah, like, I was led to all of it. I asked for all of it. <laughs> yep. Everything's working for me, not to me, right? Yes, absolutely. It was all happening for me, you know? And at the time, did I feel that way the whole time it was happening? Absolutely not. I was deeply in a victim mindset. I thought like, you know, poor me, like my life is horrible. I felt so sorry for myself for so many years until I realized like, hey, this is a gift. Totally. This is happening for you. I bet, you know, thinking of your clients that you see now, they, I mean, I'm sure a lot of them come before they get the Rachel effect as a victim, right? Oh my God. That. That's probably the first thing you have to shift. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone thinks like the most common patterns I see in my clients when they come in is like, I'm too sick and I'm too different. This won't work for me. This will work for everyone else, but it won't work for me, Rachel. That's what they all say to me. And I'm like, well, you're about to prove yourself wrong because it will work for you. It can work for anyone. And like, and yeah, everyone is deep in victim mindset. And so that's one of the things I help shift them out of over the three months inside my program is like showing them like how to see the core good. I call it the core good because there's a core good in everything that happens. Like everything is good at the base level. And so I teach them like, how can we see that? How can we find the goodness in every single thing that's happening? Do you ever have to tell somebody, because you know, I know how you think and I know how I think, and sometimes it's you know your tribe, <laughs> and sometimes they aren't in your tribe. Your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Yeah. But when they come to you and you can't see a way of shifting that mindset, do you have to tell them, I can't work with you? Or do you just take them and it's just taking longer to get out of that victimhood? So obviously there are some people who like apply to join my program that just like aren't good fits because like when we talk to them on the phone, we can just tell, oh, they're not ready. Like they're not even ready for healing. Like they're exploring the idea, but they're not even close to ready and they know it too. Um, And those are the people that are just usually way too scared to choose themselves and to like invest in themselves and their healing. But there are people, yeah, who fight me very much Hard, like a lot harder than the others in the program who resist a lot harder and who have a hard time receiving this. But those are just the people, it takes a little bit longer. I just, you know, work on them a little bit harder and a little bit longer. They always end up getting it. It just That's takes nice. longer for some people, but everyone has the capability of like shifting their mindset. Is it mostly like 
people that come to you, they find you on the Instagram, right? That's where you do most of your... Yeah. Mostly I get all my business off of Instagram. I get a few people here or there from Facebook. And then of course, like word of mouth helps a lot too. So like, you know, people have been through my program, tell everyone they know about it because it I've already, changed. I've already shared with your, haven't even like, I've shared it with everybody. Like, oh, thank you. It. Like it's, it's almost like I found a gold mine and I can't not look at those Instagram <laughs> that those, when you're talking, cause I really feel like you're this angel that is here on this earth to do this. And there's no question that that chronic illness for six years was giving you your purpose. It was, it totally was. And I'm so grateful for it. Like, would I ever want to relive it? No. But if I had to relive it to get back here where I am, I would, it was worth it. Right. Do you ever have like some people come to you and, okay, I've, did it for six months, I, I'm healed, and then stop and then go right back to their old beliefs and have to come back and take the course over? Or are they- I have never seen that. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen some people slip back a little bit, but they always end up catching themselves. Now, there could be a few out there who have done that, but I haven't heard from them. <laughs> so I haven't seen that yet, which is amazing because I feel like once you rewire your brain, I feel like for you to get back to your old mindset, I honestly, it would require like effort. Like you'd really, really have to be neglecting yourself on an insane level to get to the point where you're healed and then revert back. Like that would require some effort. So in your program, you're working with groups of 10, right? Yeah. So I kind of switched up the format the last round, but yeah, what I do is I work in groups. So it's group coaching so I grouped the women in like about groups of 10. This last round, we did one big group of like 20 and we just did multiple calls for the same group so people could pick and choose what call. But yeah, I do like work with like smaller groups of women. And you do, a, it's all online. Yep. Yeah. It's all online and international. I work with people like all over the world and it's wow. super fun. And you've been like full force because your website's so beautiful and it's so inviting and those women that are on there as you know the people that have had your work and are like changed forever I mean they're like a reflection of you all of them remind me I'm like well they it's like they've got Rachel in them you know (laughs) but they just it's just listening to their voices and what you've done for them and changed their life and they'll never be the same I mean what go to bed at night thinking thank you God for this gift Yeah. It makes me cry. I cry a lot. Like I warn all my clients, like in the first week, I'm like, there's lots of crying in this program. And I I let them know like, like good crying. And I let them know, like, I cry a lot. I cry a lot on my calls with my clients because like, they make me cry, like watching them change, like watching these people heal before my eyes. Like, yeah, I cry all the time. I go to bed at night and I'm like, is this real? Like, do I get to do this? Like, how did I get so lucky that I get to do this? Like, it just, I can't even put it into words. You're here for that reason. I mean, just for two weeks or maybe less than that, that I've even known of you. That's the first thing I think of is, I mean, you were put on this earth to do that. And it, yeah. I mean, it shows by everybody talking about you and listening to all the, all of your Instagram posts. But, you know, I wanted to, I love your outlook because it's similar to mine and what we're going through now with this coronavirus. Yeah. And I know we probably would say the same thing, but talk to me about your take on these last two months and where (laughs) you think, what's the reason? Like, why do you think this is happening to the world? Yeah. So 
I think that the coronavirus is like a massive gift from source and the universe, whatever you want to call it. I think it is a time for so much healing. I think it's a time for allowing Mother Earth to heal. I think it's time for allow, it's giving us all time to slow down, to step out of this masculine hustle, hustle, like scarcity mentality that so many of us have been living in and to really slow down and get present and connect with ourselves. We have all become so disconnected from ourselves and from our loved ones and from the earth. And I think that this is a time, this is just a massive blessing. It's like a reset. That's what I feel like it is. It's like a reset for the earth and a reset for us. And it's an amazing gift. And I feel like so many people are resisting what's happening right now. Like they just, you know, they want it to be over. And I get it. Like I have desires for it to be over too. I would like to get some of my freedom back. But I also know like, it's not about what my ego wants, right? Like this is happening for us on a soul level. And we need to surrender to the fact that like, this is here to help us, whether our egos can see it or not right now, this is here to help us. And our soul's are growing and evolving from this. And it's just a massive blessing for us. Do you see like yourself being different when you re-enter this post-virus life that we're going to be having, the new world that we're going to be living in? Yes, absolutely. So I have already been living this way, like very much like connecting with myself and earth and like all of that. But I do have to say that this, having the quarantine and the lockdown has forced me to live this way on like an even deeper level than I ever have. And it absolutely has changed me. I've definitely shifted more out of my ego on a level that I didn't know I could, you know, like just know, like, and trusting my level of faith and trust in like what is happening and like the unknown is so much stronger. And yeah, I totally feel like coming out of this, I definitely am going to keep living the lessons that I've learned through this. And I hope others do too. And that, you know, we can take this and create a new way of living rather than like, we don't need to go back to how things used to be. Like, let's create a new normal. It can be better. It can be way better than what we were doing before. So with your new life and you're into the new world, where is Rachel a year from now? What is your vision of Rachel? <laughs> That's so funny. So I definitely have visions for myself. I don't know. I obviously, I trust so much in the universe that I know it's all going to happen in divine timing. So I don't know how soon all of these things are going to be happening for me, but like, what do I see in my future? I just see my total healing program expanding even more and more. I already have like a good team with like I've got coaches working under me, but I want to keep growing that and hiring more people onto my team. I would love to be working with like, you know, a hundred plus people every single round of total healing. I'm also launching a certification program soon. And so I, and you know, I would love that to be like doing really well in the next year. And I want to be doing more in-person stuff. Obviously that's not something I can do right now with the coronavirus, but would love to be doing more in-person events as well. So right now, before this coronavirus, were you doing in-person things or was all online? I was doing some. I just, I hosted a retreat in November here in San Diego and that was incredible. And I just knew in my heart, like I am supposed to be doing more in-person stuff. 
So that is definitely going to be a big part of my future. And like speaking a lot of, I see, you know, (laughs) I'm pretty tapped in. I get like visions a lot and I see a lot of visions of myself, like speaking to very large audiences. So I have a feeling uh, a lot of speaking is going to be in my future as well. When you get those downloads and you see yourself, do you get down and write it down? So you have like this notebook of all your, the sign, the, all these messages. Yeah. I love to document all of the signs I get. Like I literally have a folder on my phone of a gallery. I take pictures of like all of the signs I get from the universe (laughs) and yeah. And I write them all down. So any like downloads I get or any like visions I get, I write them all down. And it's crazy because like, you know, more often than not, they all come true. So Mm -hmm. it's super exciting. I just don't know, you know, of course, I don't know when, but I know it will happen. So I just have to trust. Do you ever like set an intention? Cause I do this with my girls. Like, okay, just approving like the, that you can attract whatever you want in your mind. So I'll say, pick something like a bluebird or an owl or one of them picked camouflage pants one day. Oh my God, I'm wearing camouflage pants right now. See? (laughs) Oh my gosh, goosebumps. You just did it. See? Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. See? But but you put that intention out and it's just like, there it is. You know, get the blinders off. There we are. I do it all the time. I ask for signs. If I, like, even if I just need, like, assurance, like, say I'm, like, feeling doubtful, I'll be like, okay can you please show me this thing by the end of the day as confirmation that I don't need to worry. And it usually, it happens like within seconds of me asking and I'm like, okay, thank you. That's all I need. So you take the pictures, right? Yep. And then I take pictures. Yeah. I have, I have so many pictures of like different signs I've been getting and like, yeah, it's just crazy. It's so Have you ever read that book, the signs, that signs book? I haven't. No, I haven't. I actually never, that's the funny thing is I know that there are books and like resources where you can learn about this, but this is something I just kind of like figured out all on my own, just like accidentally. Yeah. I just started (laughs) noticing patterns. I started noticing I would see the same things over and over and I'd be like, that can't be a coincidence. And then I would just all of a sudden start to get feelings like, oh, when I see that, it must mean this. And then I started to connect the dots and now I have like all these symbols that mean certain things. And then the universe will show me these symbols, like, or my guides or what, whoever it is, will show me these symbols when it's trying to say, like, Rachel, like, this is what we want you to do, or like, pay attention to this. Uh, got it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For instance, like, when I see the numbers two, three, one, that means, (laughs) like, is that one of your numbers? Oh my gosh. It's one, two, three, two, three, one. Anything like that. I can wake up in the, in the middle of the night. It could be one, two, three. Then it could be two, three, one. (laughs) Three, two, one, every, and I yeah. write it down. Yeah, so I get one, two, three a lot too. For me, that means like one, two, three, like you're moving in the right path. Yeah. Keep going towards this direction. Two. two, three, one, for me, we all have different meanings for our symbols. So it could mean something, like if you're listening to this, it could, maybe you see that too, and it means something different for you. But for me personally, what that means is like slow down, stop rushing, rest, like hmm. take your time. So whenever like I'm working too hard, I will get tons of two, three ones or say I'm trying to rush, like say I'm trying to manifest something, mm-hmm. like manifest something in my business or manifest something in a relationship. I will get two, three, one and it will be like, and it's basically saying like, you're going to get what you want, Rachel, but like slow down, like just be patient. And right. I'm like, okay, love, thank you. <laughs> love that. Love it. It's so, I love it. And we, whenever it's 11, 11, 
Oh yeah. I'll just sit there for that minute and just say, okay, I have this podcast or, you know, thank you God for the, you know, I'm like all in for this one minute. It's so fast. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but if I catch that 11, 11, then I'm like, there we go. And it's right now it's four, four, four. You know, I just noticed that. I just noticed that. And I was like, whoop, That's whoop. the sign. See? It is. It <laughs> is. The camouflage pants, the four, 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 <laughs> the one, two, three, you're in my tribe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get you. That's so funny. So anyway, I want to kind of go back to, I was watching these videos when you're talking about visualizing and if you have a pain in your knee, which I do, which I don't, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you talk about the pain, the window pain, yes, how, how you associate that to that. Yeah. Oh, I, that was so cool. Cause that was, I listened to that yesterday. And so today when I was running and I have my like little, my knee thing. I'm like, it's, I'm just going to picture myself looking out this beautiful window pane. <laughs> I love that you did that. That makes me <laughs> so happy. But yeah, like we can change associations with things so they no longer impact us. Right. Or saying, I love you. I love you. Mm. I love you, Ashley. I love you. And I kept yes. doing that and I had goosebumps. Yeah. Doesn't it give you the yes. most incredible goosebumps? And then your smile. And then it's like, how could you not smile after that? Right. Yeah. Right. And getting in alignment and your energy and your vibrations so high, like all the, whatever, the camouflage pants, the, the bluebirds, the owls, <laughs> how could you not see that? Right. Right. Exactly. I love that. that was so neat. So neat. I loved it. I love that you've been doing these things. That makes <laughs> me really happy. <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you, I could just binge watch you all day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm sure I was trying to think the other things that I learned. So you do the visualizing. Oh, you, oh, the toothbrush. Okay. So get my toothbrush. Instead of brushing it with my right hand, I do it with my left. Yep. Yeah. To help rewire your brain. Yeah. Like shifting things, like drive a different route to work, take a different path on your walk, like switch things up and that will help to rewire the brain more. So when they're in your class and you're doing these on the computer, I mean, you're doing an online class with 10 to 20 women. Yep. You're telling them, okay, do this now. How does that work? Yeah. So basically what it is, is we, I have like a, a portal that they all log into online. So they watch, I have videos that they watch every week. So they're educated through all of my videos. And then in the calls are we, when we do like the coaching support, but yeah, each week they're learning like the next step of the process. So like in week three, they're learning how to rewire their brain so they can start sending signals of healing to the body rather than signals of illness. But yeah. So they learn like new things each week. And then I basically guide them through it and like help them tweak it for like whatever they need. And then like answer all of their questions and then obviously give them like the emotional support. So that's a once a week thing. Yeah. Yep. So we have calls once a week. Yeah. So they get videos, new videos every week with like PDF guides and like all of that. Then we do one group call a week. They also get 24 seven access to text support. So anytime they need support throughout the whole three months, they can go into this like chat that we have and they can message me privately or they can do it for everyone to see. And we can all keep in communication and like they can get any questions answered like anytime they need it. And then of course I have like guest speakers and we do bonus calls and like all kinds of good stuff. We do like sound healings and breath work and all kinds of stuff. And you do these classes how often? I know you just started one right? In May? Yeah. Yep. So the program is three months long and I open it three or four times a year. 
This year, I'm only opening it three times. So right now, I'm enrollment is open for May, and we start the new round on June 1st. Oh, so I can still enroll? Oh, That's yeah. Really yeah. Oh, yeah, you could totally join. I would love doing it. Did. That would be amazing. For sure. There's no way. I could yep. not. Yeah, yeah. We start June 1st, so you still got time. We got like three more weeks. Okay, good. I'll call. I have to get my... You do like that first call, that initial, like where you get to meet them and see if they kind of what are the right picks. Yeah, yep. So we do a discovery call where we figure out like if you're a good fit for the program. And then also like, so you can ask questions because of course I have a page where you can read about the program, but like the program has so much depth to it that like that page is really just like an outline. So on the call, you can ask like any you know, deep questions you have and like learn a lot more details about what you'll be getting in the program and like the transformation that you can get for like whatever you're working on. So yeah, that's what the call is for. And of course it's a free call and it's great because even if you don't want to join, you still get free support on it. So it's fun. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh, Rachel, this has been so much fun. I can't even tell you. I mean, really you've changed my life in like a week. Oh my God. That makes me so happy to hear. If I, I mean, it's finding somebody that you're so in, aligned with and, and you get so excited because you say exactly what I'm thinking. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what a, I mean, if anything, I'm so grateful that I found you and you live in San Diego. I know. I meet you when we're out of this whole quarantine thing. Yeah, we're definitely hanging out. <laughs> I totally want to meet you in real life. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I mean, there's no coincidences in life. There's everything is working for you. Yeah. Not for you. And then like Abraham Hicks would say, everything is always working out for me. Right. It is absolutely 100% little sticky notes everywhere because I love that because it's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything's working in our favor. 100% of the time we just got to into my life for that reason. I mean, it's like, that was, you never question it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Any more last minute magical moments you want to share before we have to end this? I could talk to you all day. <laughs> I know, right? It's so fun. Any one, I would give you one technique, like kind of like that I love you one, but do you have any kind of thing that people could take away from your Yeah, like something that they can start doing to start yeah. healing? So let's see. One thing that you can start doing today to start healing is to be very careful of the language you're using constantly, right? So like, if you're someone that says like, I have a headache or like, I'm in pain, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, or like, I hate being sick or whatever it may be, your words are creating your reality. So start being very vigilant of the words you're speaking. And if you don't have anything good to say, then don't say it, right? So like when I was healing, I was married at the time and like what I would say to my husband, if I didn't feel well, instead of being like, I don't feel well, I would just say like, I'm having a moment and that's it. Like, that's all I need to say. I don't need to go into talking about the symptoms or anything like that, because when you do, you're giving them power and you're also rewiring your brain in the opposite way you want to. You're teaching your brain like, oh, we have chronic pain. Okay. Let's create more of it now. Right. But if you don't talk about chronic pain and you just say like, Hey, I'm having a moment. Your brain's not going to pick up on that and it's not going to keep creating more of it. Right. You are speaking my language. <laughs> I could 
I talk the way I make my girls. They we can't even say the word sick in this house. Yes, good. I love it. We can't say anything. And if we do, we catch each other. They're like our little we're on a team together. Like you said, what, mom? Cancel yeah. that. You know how yeah. Abraham Dick says cancel that. Yeah. We have I'm trained to say cancel that. <laughs> I fun. love that. It's so true though, because it's so powerful. Right. You don't you mean your words you're watering, you know, all, all those words you say, you keep mm-hmm. saying them, they keep growing. And yep. I know you can't do it. I don't ever talk about being sick or something hurting. Yeah. About our wellness and our goodness and our exactly wellness. focus. We need to all be focusing on what we want to create, not what we want to go away. Right. Right. Well, on that note, my dear, I love this more than anything. I'm so grateful that you're now in, in my life. Yeah, I will definitely sign up and be part of your little healing program. I'm so excited. (laughs) And I cannot wait. Me neither. I'm pumped. Such a pleasure. I loved it. Enjoy the rest of your day. Cannot wait to meet you on the outside of this quarantine. Yeah, me neither. That will be an amazing day to celebrate. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Very welcome. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget, always look for the magic.